welcome to the Lock Boss Show. I am your host, PJ Slauson, and we are going to have some fun today. Now, before I get started, I want to just make sure that you go and you check us out on YouTube, CLK Supplies. You can type that in or type in hashtag LockBoss. We do a free live giveaway every week on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And is what we do is we post videos throughout the week and on locksmithing-related items, tools, or van tours, all sorts of fun stuff. And then we want to hook everyone up who comments and uses the hashtag LockBoss with all sorts of free gear, tools, prizes. It's a lot of fun, and I highly recommend, if you have not already, to join the conversation and have some fun with us. Now... Before I get too um, into this, though, I'm, I do want to point out that the content, you know, this um, podcast recording, you know, it's only actually going to be here uh, in podcast form. So the YouTube videos that we're doing and the podcast that we're doing here is actually going to be, for the most part, different content, all right? And so you're going to want to make sure you check out the videos and the podcast, all that fun stuff. And you can always connect with me um, on Facebook um, or you can send us emails at sales at CLK Supplies. Dot com, which I need to get a better uh, email address for that. Um, I'll have to put that on my to-do list. Now, in today's podcast episode, um, I'm going to be talking about services that maybe you should stop offering. It's the start of the year. Um, if you're if you own a locksmithing business or a key cutting business of any kind. Um, you're definitely thinking about taxes and you're looking at your P&L and you're looking at all that stuff and thinking about the future, maybe some goals, maybe some dreams. Um, it could be any or all of the above, and I hope you are. And um, I want to tell you a story to illustrate the point that I'm uh, trying to make today um, that happened a, about a year ago. And um, for most of you um, probably know that, you know, my dad is a locksmith, owns a locksmithing business, and I worked with him uh, for years growing up uh, doing it before I started doing CLK Supplies. And um, we were sitting down and uh, talking about this time last year, and he was talking about how they're super busy, yet when, you know, you look at... uh, the accounting, you're, you know, you don't have as much money as you think you would have for being as busy as you are. Now, a lot of times it's easy just to brush that off and for maybe it's just some sort of uh, this reason or that reason. But he was kind of being like, man, I'm kind of frustrated. You know, our schedule's packed, but you look at, you know, the accounts receivable and payable and, it, and like it just doesn't add up, right? It just doesn't make much sense. For as busy as we are, we should have more money. And so um, I agreed to kind of take a look and uh, see what was going on, got into QuickBooks, looked around, and uh, the current thing that he was struggling with was um, lockouts, you know, and he was like, this is the deal, you know, like our guys are scheduled for jobs throughout the day, and then all of a sudden the lockouts pop up and we, we don't have anyone to do them, and so we have to pull this person on their way to this job to do that one and so forth and so on, and then the customers that you have scheduled appointments with, they're unhappy because, you know, you're calling them up and letting them know you're going to be 30 minutes late. So kind of his solution was to hire some people just to do lockouts, Um, you know, and it's, you know, lockouts are pretty, uh, you know, it's not a difficult skill to learn. And so, you know, you can hire pretty quickly and kind of get them trained. Um, but it was just a struggling point for him. And so I was like, you know what, um, 
let's kind of take a look at this. Like, and so there was a business, um, a national service provider that he was doing lockouts and make keys calls for, and that he had been for um, 25 plus years. As a matter of fact, when I worked for him, I mean, I did tons and tons and tons of these calls. I mean, they were, I don't know, you might consider one of the backbones um, to his business. And um, I was like, you know what, let's like, what exactly are you getting paid for these? And so I started gathering up all the data, you know, you know, the funny thing about the, my dad and I is, you know, he, I'm a more of a numbers guy and he's a lot more of like a, like, let's just go get it done. He's like, by the time you're, you know, you think about all the numbers, I'm already working, you know? And so it's a kind of a great combo we have back and forth. Sometimes I'll get too pushed into the numbers and he'll kind of be like, Hey, how about we just actually start doing this? Right. So, um, in um, anyways, so I ran the numbers and I realized that j just by looking at the basic labor cost of um, his locksmithing techs, that he was losing about 10 to $15 per lockout that he was doing. Now, when I showed him this information, he thought I was crazy and I skipped a couple, uh, you know, decimal points somewhere. But when I started to explain it to him, um, it all started to kind of make sense because um, if you look at what just the labor rate is and how long it takes to drive, you know, 15 miles away and back, um, it's like, wow, that takes over an hour most of the time. And so you start running the numbers and, and with this analysis, the $10, $15 loss per job, I didn't even include in overhead. I didn't include in, you know, vehicle maintenance, um, you know, gasoline, you know, all of those other things. I just did very basic, basic. And I came up with that $10, $15 loss per lockout. So when I talked to him about it, he was like, oh man, he's like, that's terrible. He's like, I, you know, I love this national service provider. We have a great relationship. They've helped me build my business. And, um, like, I can't imagine, you know, not doing them. And I'm like, well, hey, give them a call. Um, tell them these numbers. Just be super honest, super transparent. And just say, hey, I, I'm losing money, um, 10 to $15 each one. And like, we need to figure out like a new rate for us um, so we can continue to do them. And so he called them up and he talked to them. And they said, hey, you know what? We'll, uh, you know, run it up the management tree and um, I'll get back to you. And about a month later, in the meantime, he kept doing them, you know, uh, he, you know, wanted to keep a good relationship with them and he, uh, they called him back and said, Hey, unfortunately, um, we can't really give you any sort of a boost in pay. Um, you're kind of already at the top end of, you know, what we pay for this stuff anyways. And so, you know, um, I talked to my dad again and, uh, he was like, he told me, I'm like, man, I was like, I know this sounds terrible and frightening, but you probably just need to quit doing those jobs. And, you know, that was like a dread, dread, dreaded look at that point. He's like, oh my gosh, you know, this is terrible. He's like, I don't want to lose money, but I also don't want to stop doing work for them. And, um, you know, he also did make keys for them and um, that was profitable. That did work out actually really well. And so I'm like, you know, dad, shoot, you know, I would call them up and, you know, let them know you guys, you know, you enjoy, you've enjoyed their business over the years. And, um, if something changes and you can raise the rate on lockouts that we'd love to, you know, start doing them again for you. But in the meantime, um, we're not going to be able to, but we can still make keys and do all that kind of stuff for you as well. 
And so um, he called them up and told them and they, they understood, you know, I mean, they weren't happy about it um, per se, but you know, they understood that, Hey, I mean, who would do that business if you're losing that type of money every job? And it was multiple jobs a day that he was doing. And so um, they agreed that he'd quit doing lockouts. I mean, I think they uh, asked for 30 or 45 days, um, you know, so they could find someone else to be doing them. Um, So he continued to do them, which is really awesome uh, for that time. And um, now he just makes keys for them. So after that happened and that conversation happened, you know, and he had staff meeting and talked to everybody about it. And um, of course, his staff was like terrified. He was a little bit terrified. And honestly, I was a little bit terrified because I was the one recommending that he do it. And um, they were like, hey, you know, we do a lot of those and it takes up, you know, a lot of our day. Like, I mean, now what are we going to do? And on and on and on. And and as soon as they actually quit giving um, him those jobs, uh, it got slower. It felt slower. And um, it was kind of terrifying. I mean, when he, even when he was telling me about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like running the numbers are in my head again. Like, did I give some terrible advice here or what's going on? But I kept coming back to the fact that he was just straight up losing money. Now, if we fast forward six months, about a year now after that conversation, um, things are great. Uh, he uh, was able to pick up more business of just the standard locksmithing work that he makes good money at. Um, he's now just as busy as, as he was before. And his customers are a lot more happy because, and his, and, and honestly, after his text kind of got over it, they're even more happy now because they're not always getting pulled in a thousand different directions when they're on their way to this job. Well, Hey, stop here and do this quick lockout. Well, you know how sometimes quick lockouts turn out to be not quick lockouts, right? Or sometimes you go and you unlock the car and then like, Hey, we don't have keys in here. We need you to make keys now. And now, you know, that turns into a whole nother thing. So his text ended up being happier now that um, they weren't doing them. And I'm happy to report he made more money. And so the moral of the story here and what, and why I'm sharing this with you is I highly, highly recommend, you know, especially the start of a year is always a great time to do it. But, you know, if you end up listening to this in the middle of June or something, the same thing applies. And that is if you find yourself busy, super busy, your schedule's packed, but you look at your bank account or you look at your APNAR and you realize that you're not making the money that you should for being as busy as you are. You need to start doing this sort of examination and figure out if there's areas in your business that you need to stop or at least change and recalibrate. And, you know, this, this whole conversation would be different if this provider came back and said, Hey, we get it. You know, we want you to make money. We understand that the, the low, the rate is really low and we'll up it. And then now, you know, everybody's happy. That wasn't the case, unfortunately, in this um, situation. So, but maybe it can be right. I mean, there's situations where you can um, get a hold of um, the customer and, uh, you know, just have a real honest, um, you know, sincere conversation and hopefully find some sort of middle ground there. Um, but at the end of the day, right, we want to be viewing our businesses, um, our jobs, you know, what we do on a daily basis as a vehicle for us to reach our dreams in life. And we're not going to be doing that if we're spending a lot of our time or a bunch of our time doing work that doesn't get that, that doesn't do anything for us. It doesn't get us ahead. It makes us frustrated, all of those kind of things. So 
examine your business, your locksmithing business or your key cutting business and figure out um, what services you might need to stop doing. Now, now you don't want to start there. You know, you're going to want to figure out new ways of revenue and new streams of revenue to go forward. Now, we'll save that for our next topic, but for now, um, I just want to leave you with that thought. So examine your businesses and figure out what services you might need to stop doing immediately to help you reach your dreams, reach your goals in your locksmithing business. Now, thank you for listening and uh, being part of this conversation. Feel free to connect with me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, or my business, CLK Supplies. And uh, be sure to check out our weekly giveaway on YouTube, hashtag LockBoss. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.